0: The Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bond.
1: Ah, you're awful.
0: <laughs> and AJ Applegar. It's Sin
1: Shu Chu. It's a mouthful. right right. welcome to the fantasy six-pack hour my name is joe bond defender 6 dot net with me as usual aj abegarth uh what's going on man i see you're also wearing a v t-shirt <laughs> i mean yeah Hokie game playing tonight nobody make comments because we will be very pissed off we're both uh, watching we it on delay yes uh after it. the show so uh we haven't been on thursday night football in quite some time so yeah. yeah. We didn't plan man. for this but very well. <laughs> but uh Tech and West Virginia, man. That's like old school robbery going back to our time at Tech. Break out your d-cells. Cuz somebody's getting clocked with a battery sock. <laughs> get out your uh get out your fire extinguishers cuz West Virginia's yeah. going to be burning some couches. Uh, <laughs> we just lost all our West Virginia fans. Um all all two of them so i think we're good but anyway man um so tonight we're going to try to get through this as quick as possible because we want to watch a football game um not we we also want to watch the pittsburgh and browns game which is actually way more entertaining than i thought it was going to be uh i believe it is 14 yeah. to 13 pittsburgh yep. uh it should be tied but pittsburgh or the browns kicker doing to kick extra points so yeah sucks for him anyway <laughs> yeah man so uh tonight we're going to be getting into uh, getting you ready for week 3 of the fantasy football season and to do that obviously we'll be going through my rankings I'm going to get grilled on my rankings like I have been which is which has been fun and uh <laughs> and it's a pretty I mean difficult questions I, I you know I give credit to you and Mike for those uh so I'm happy to keep doing that and then uh before that though we're going to get through some target touches snap count data kind of you know t- trends right uses trends if you want to call it that i know that encompasses a whole lot of other things but you know for fantasy purposes right it's it's the usage as far as like how they're being used it's fantasy relevant that we care about um so we're going to go through some of that data kind of give our quick analysis on what that means and, and you know maybe take some some stuff away from that and then run through our injuries. But before we do all of that, uh, I want to remind you guys to hit that subscribe button. Those like buttons leave those ratings. We appreciate it. And um, also make sure you go to fantasy six Dot net slash plans, hit up the promo sign up for the all access plan. Promo code. A few left guys. F6P early. I know it's not early anymore, but we got a few left. So I left it open um 25% off for for the uh, rest of the season here. I did lower the price already as we're a couple of weeks in. You guys have access to our award-winning rankings, which I was top 10 last week. Uh Nick Spencer was number 11. Um we've had all all four of us, all five of us I think, were in the top 60 the first week. There's over 200 rankers. So like that's still top notch. Um so very very good rankings here. You have access to us on our Discord server, which is just a free chat, you know, just a, a chat program that you guys can access. Ask us all of your custom league questions. like right? that's that's where the money's at. You guys can ask Dave, Eddie, all his DFS questions, yeah. uh, Preston. Um, We've got betting advice, so you can earn your money back easily real quick in just a couple of weeks just from getting DFS advice and betting advice from these guys. So so we hit that up, but um, I'm ready to drink some beer. What about you, AJ? Yeah, I already started. All right.
0: Well, sure. Mm, Beer. Well, since you already started, what you got? All right. So this is a a freshie I just picked up tonight. Um, Awesome artwork on the can it's like a rat Oh, that's cool kind of
1: creepy looking actually dude
0: type deal yeah so this is called uh th- i think it's called three cubed um it's like a little little three with a three thing but yeah right. you just saw it was a triple dry hopped triple ipa
1: oh after last week you said you were going to be going uh <clears throat> low, lower abv to you know yeah lower your tolerance Liar. that lasted long <laughs> I did so well with it. I'm already back up. Yeah. Uh, I, don't,
2: I don't know if he remembered him saying that. I don't.
1: Probably didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. All
0: right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's a 9.4 percenter. It's, uh, it's it's really fucking good.
1: All right. <laughs> good stuff, man. Four and a half,
0: I think. On so hour. I
1: am drinking an other half. It's called Mosaic and Galaxy. Pretty pretty boring can. I mean, all their cans are kind of boring, but it is what it is. Um, it's Mosaic plus Galaxy. It's a double dry hopped eight and a half percenter. Um, I forgot. This is my last one of these. I forget what I gave it. Um, give my quick take on it now, I guess. Eh, three and three quarters. It, I mean... The other half have sort of um, I've, I've sort of just gotten over them for some reason they're they're good they're just I think as we have both figured out they're they're all sort of the same which is weird um, we've, we Bye. I think we've said that a few times so they're still okay but it's not they're not the they're not the best anymore there there's plenty other better ones out there they've got some really phenomenal ones but uh, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. So, all right. righty. So football. let's what I said, let's talk football. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to find it. I can't even find my check-in. There's got, they've got so oh, many Christ. like mosaics no no anyway. <laughs> all right. Um, Take it to the discord channel. All right. Yeah.
0: No kidding. Rants. I'll start a rants channel.
1: <laughs> all right. So, Let's talk about some trends here that we've got with targets, touches, snap counts. Um, I wrote an article and I meant to do it last week, but with the you know site crashing and a whole bunch of other stuff that was going on, unfortunately, um, I didn't get to do it. So this was my first week writing it. It came out this morning and what I did is I, I had two tables. So one with running backs and one with receivers, whole bunch of data, snap count data for week two season long snap counts, same thing for targets and receptions and carries. So, um, I put a whole bunch of data in there. It isn't every team, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, a whole fantasy database. Like I'm not, I'm not an NFL database. So I, Grabbed a whole bunch of data from uh, our good friends at Fantasy Data and and compiled it all together. Just picked and choose what I wanted, threw it in the table. Um, I, I mean, I could have gotten this honestly. A, a lot of this data from a whole bunch of different sources, but that's that's my go to. Um, and then I gave some quick analysis on on a few of the more interesting uh, backfields in, in and and receiving cores and. The one that I want to start with, A.J., and I want to get your thoughts on this one, too, is the Green Bay backfield, right? So, we all came into the season thinking Aaron Jones was still the one to roster, right, if you're in any sort of point per reception league. So, either e- yeah. even if it was just half, right, he was the one to roster because, you know – he was probably going to be close enough in carries to AJ Dillon, but he was going to far and away exceed AJ Dillon's targets and receptions that he just, it made all the difference, right? Well, we're two weeks in and what we're seeing is it is actually everything is in AJ Dillon's favor as far as snap counts. Um, carries targets now receptions are in aaron jones's favor but i mean the fact that aj Dillon actually has and i know it's just one more target but the fact that he actually has one more target than aaron jones even just through two weeks is just shocking to me yeah um Uh, now aaron jones went off last week right and was super efficient with all of his touches um and outperformed for fantasy purposes, AJ Dillon. Yeah. But I mean like I don't know what's your what's your quick take on this, you know, as far as like who we can trust moving forward. I, I mean I think we can
0: can trust both of them. Um they're still gonna be the focal points of this offense in my mind because we still aren't sure what we're getting out of Rogers, I mean, he did look better, I guess, but I mean, he still hasn't looked great. Um, he he doesn't have a great chemistry with his receivers yet, so I think it's uh, you know it's definitely something to keep in mind that the running backs will be the focus here. So, I mean, and yeah. you are looking at at the season snap percentages. I mean, they're Dylan's still a little under Jones, but.
1: Oh, you're right. Sorry. I read that backwards. I mean yeah, that, you're, you're right.
0: Yeah, they um they were basically
1: exactly
0: the same for last week, though, for snap percentage. So to me, it seems like they're getting Jones more involved again for whatever reason. He just, you know, week one was a Dylan game. Because of that, I started him last week and yeah, didn't really wow me like he did my bench the first week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it it it's up. I'll I'll give my quick reaction to that in a second, but I want to get our good friend Bob Doe. Uh um, Bob I love doing that. I don't know why. I'm sure he gets a lot, you know. He he asked for it with that name. But uh his question is Stafford or Murray this week, and um I'm all you know. I'm in, on, I'm in on Murray. I, I get that the matchup tells you play Stafford ahead, but I mean Murray's got that rushing upside, and you know, we saw that even in a, honestly a pretty bad game for Murray against the, the Raiders last week, he made it he, magic happened in the fourth quarter, and then, you know, overtime. And he had a good day. Uh, so that's what these rushing quarterbacks can do um Stafford needs to be efficient not turn the ball over um and he's turned the ball over five times already this season so that's that's not good news um so it's
2: league
1: right I mean he, we saw it last week so or last year I mean so he he was pretty high with his interception so I'm Eleanor Murray on that one but Um, AJ, unless you've got a different answer, I can give my quick response to the green Bay backfields. So my quick take on this green Bay backfield is that yes, both guys can be reliable every week. It's going to be hard to predict like monster weeks. I don't, it's going to be really hard to rank either one of these guys, like inside your top eight, probably even the top 10, unless one starts distancing themselves from the other which I just don't see happening. Um, You know, I kind of thought that, you know, like I said, I kind of alluded to, I, we all kind of thought Jones was going to be the guy that that might do it, um, you know, because of the rushing or the, the receiving upside. But Dylan is cut into that too. So that's, what's really going to hurt. You know, you can kind of see him being a one, a one B and, and that's fine, but it, but it's tough. Um, so my next backfield here that I want to talk about is the Patriots, and if we look at um, if we look at their stats here really quickly, uh, we've got Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson are the two that we really care about, right? And yeah. you know we see that Ramondre Stevenson has uh, outsnapped Damien Harris. Um, now Damian Harris has out carried Stevenson, which we're not shocked about. Um, yeah. but Damian Harris has also out targeted and out caught Stevenson, which is also shocking. Very strange. Like, I, I don't know what to read into this because Harris, obviously, just like Aaron Jones, right? Last week, like Damian Harris had a good week. Um, he was very efficient with his touches. Um, but I feel like that's hard to count on when you are playing, you know, I mean, if you look at last week, it was 61% to 39% snap percentage for Stevenson to Harris. That much of a difference really makes me think like that's going to be very short lived for, for Harris to like keep up that kind of efficiency. But what's your thoughts?
0: I mean, my thoughts on this one is that I I, I agree that it's shocking to see, you know, Stevenson ahead, but it's, again, it's not a big gap. Last week's clearly was. So it'll be interesting to see if that trend continues. But this is a contract year for Damian Harris. Um, You know, it's his prove it year. He was supposed to just get run ragged. You know, that's kind of how we were looking at it that he was just going to get tossed out there all the time. Um, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make sense that he's got less of a snap percentage, much less, better, really. better I mean, better stats. I mean, yeah, more carries, more, more targets, um, you know, or one more target. So, It's still right there, but I mean, are they running two running back sets and he's just getting it or are they just putting putting Stevenson out there for whatever reason? He just happens to be on more plays, but he's just not getting the call.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's one of those things where you know they have been behind in games, and so Stevenson's obviously the pass catching back, and so he's in there for pass protection and kind of that you know he can swing out and and catch the ball uh, even if he doesn't right, and so yeah. maybe that's why he was on the field a bunch more last week. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But you you would expect. I think what gets me is like it's just the it's the it's the usage percentage per snap right. So it's kind of like when Harris is on the field, he's getting used a lot more than Stevenson. And I think we all thought that when Steven was on the field, because of the lack of like really phenomenal receivers and Mac Jones probably checking it down a lot, you thought Stevenson would get used a lot more. So there's a lot to take away, but I I think one of the things that that I even wrote about in the article uh, that came out today was, you know, it, I mean, surprise, are we going to be able to, re, you know, trust a new England running back uh, from week to week? And again, I don't think we are, um, but they're both going to be in that like low end running back to maybe running back three flux range type of thing. That's kind of where they're going to sit almost all season. It feels like um, just from the early usage until maybe somebody breaks away. So yeah, I think so. Next, next situation, which is, wow uh this one this one literally um has i i don't know what to say at this point um i was dead wrong and i apologize to everybody i mean i i know there was a lot of people that were like i don't like etn but i don't think there was a whole lot of people going i really like james robinson <laughs> like coming off an achilles injury right <laughs> um hey look at cam Akers. he did it oh wait yeah, we'll talk about uh, So, later. um, yeah, so what we are seeing so far with the Jags backfield here is uh, James Robinson out snapping Travis Etn 56 of 44 and then on the season, and then, uh, if I could find my numbers here, yeah, so. The the big shocker here, like out carrying him 34 to 13, he out carried him 23 to 9 last week, which still means he out carried him in the week before, by the way, in week one. Which, if you can't do the math, he did. Uh, it's 11 to 4. Targets, yes, in etn's favor. He's not catching the ball. He's only caught three of them. Eight, James Robinson has caught two. Uh, Travis EZN did have two atrocious catches. Um, the the, um, the 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 first game. So that's um, that that is a big reason why. But I'm going to give my quick thoughts on this one first. Look, we were wrong on James Robinson. He he's proving us all wrong, obviously. Um, I still don't think he's gonna be a juggernaut fantasy player. Um, if you really look at last week, it was like a big, like it, it was a long run, I forget how long it was, uh, that really prop, you know, propelled his fantasy day. Which I mean, look, you, you can't get rid of those, but like sometimes with outliers you go, like, all right, I mean, the rest of his carries he averaged like a buck and a half you know a a carry so if he didn't break like a 40 yard run then you know even if you even if you just dropped that to 20 and it wasn't a touchdown it would have been a miserable day for him so um you can always look at that a little bit um and then with etn my thing is i think we all kind of forgot that etn's still technically a rookie (laughs) i mean he never played he never played
2: He's the Ben Simmons of the NFL. I mean, in a good way. Just hasn't played. You got redshirted.
1: Yeah. Right? So, you know, there is something to kind of take away from that, right? Where it's, he's still a rookie, so maybe he's going to start learning some things. I still still have watched, you know, both Jags games um, and watched ETN. Some of his runs, like. He's electric man he makes spin moves he makes guys miss and 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 that's something that I like, but he's just making mistakes, and so he's not on the field enough, and so that's where James Robinson, a pro at this point, has been able to take over earlier than I think we you know anybody anticipated really yeah, so i I mean it's
0: I'm not necessarily surprised to see this. Um, I just I didn't think it was going to be this far of a split in Robinson's favor. I know, no way. But I, I mean, I I like it as a uh, you know late round flyers that I took on him in a few leagues. He's been he's been good. So. Um,
2: hey. It, you could yeah, also you could also attribute it to. I mean, we all expected the Jaguars to be down and, and trying to play catch up, yeah. and they've been ahead against the Commanders and against the uh, Colts. They led the entire game, right? So it is kind of that, a little that does, game that does, dependent yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, that that does matter for sure. That's a good point, Mike. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, that that Commanders game uh when he had those two drops that were touchdowns man that, w- that would have been i feel like that could have been season changing for ETN even if it was just week oh, 1 right like almost you like catch both of those zone. fall into the end zone we're not talking about this right now they they ride ETN at this point
2: in almost my like flashes of DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift in his rookie year
1: yeah i mean like I, yeah, I think, will I think, it, I think
0: that's a good comparison
1: yeah i mean will it surprise me if you know we? Eight, nine, ten or something, ETN all of a sudden just starts blowing up. Absolutely not. I mean, we're we're not seeing hardly any of these rookie running backs at this point. Uh, and even in the last couple of years, really just blow up week one and and moving yeah. on from there. Like Najee Harris was was one. I mean, Jonathan Taylor struggled early on, yeah. Swift struggled early on, like all these guys struggled early on until you start learning how fast these NFL defenses really are, and you can't just like outrun them to the corner because you're going to get caught by you know even the DNs half the time. So yeah. that that's that's one thing. Now the last backfield I want to talk about AJ is the Rams. So another one where, uh, well, actually not another one, but this is one where we saw week one, and we we talked about it right. Week one, Daryl Henderson was the only running back for this team. I mean, yep. game makers, three no attempts, reason. zero, zero, everything. So Daryl Henderson was the man, right? 13 yeah. for 47, five receptions, 26 yards. I mean, not a great day, but you're looking at the usage there and you're going, shit. I mean, Cam Akers, like, all right, bye, buddy. Like, you know, am i am not dropping you yet? I want to see what happens because I probably spent too much draft capital on you. But that's you weren't feeling great about that. Yeah. Week two. A <laughs> little bit different of a story. Now, Darryl Henderson outperformed him as far as fantasy because he got into the end zone. But Cam Akers saw. Five more carries, 15 to 10. Yes, the yards per attempt weren't there, so the yardage wasn't there. Saw all three of the running back targets, three. And then the snap count was reversed. Still in Henderson's favor. Uh, By a lot. But, I mean, 56 to 43, so you're talking, 30, I mean, 35 to 27, but you like the fact that Akers got back into the mix, right? I think that's what we were all yeah. hoping for.
0: Well, and again, looking at, at just last week's snap count, I mean, it's 70%. That's, the, that's what I thought you were talking about. I mean, Henderson's at almost 70% last week, and Akers is just over 30 So. Yeah, he somehow managed to gain ground. But I again it, it almost seems like well, Henderson's gonna be out here for this specific type of plays, the these passing plays when he didn't even get targeted. So he was a complete decoy for those, you know, if that if that was even a thing. But it, I don't know. It's it's just goofy trends, man. It's goofy trends like Yeah. Like this and it's early.
1: You know, that's the thing. That
0: drive fantasy managers nuts.
1: And you know what? The 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 biggest thing about this, right, is like you know there are leagues out there where somebody's going after week one, Cam Akers only sold three carries, zero points, drop him. You one thousand percent needed to pick up Cam Akers. Yes, did he bounce back in week two, you know, to what we all hoped it would be absolutely not but some of running back getting 15 carries you're taking that all day you want that you're not yeah. going to find a lot of running backs getting you 15 carries in by the way a very good offense so that's something that you you strive to find and if you were able to like go trade on the cheap for k makers you know, in hopes and maybe it doesn't work out, right? Maybe K. makers is a complete bust this year, and he keeps at his two and a half yards per carry on the season. It, you know what? If you traded for dirt cheap or picked him up off, off the waiver of wire, like who cares at that point? Yeah. And so the people who drafted him in like what the third or fourth round that are going crap. That that's how you got hurt, you know. <laughs> but I I I still have slim hopes that K. makers can end up being the, the lead back here and really make things happen um you know like i mean we can go back to jacksonville right like i said if you got if you got rid of uh robinson's long run he didn't have a good yards per carry either no so like coming off of killer's injuries is tough he just broke one yeah. you know and it wasn't like it was an electric run he he kind of like he like ran over one dude and another guy just straight up missed and then like he just kind of turned it upfield and there was nobody there. Like that was kind of what happened. So, uh, can, can Cam acres do that? I, I think he can. So <laughs> let's move over here to some receiving cores. And, and we're going to just cut this one a little short here and just do two. Yeah. So we're going to start with the jets here and, and just kind of interesting, you know, just how productive, really, I guess this whole receiving core has been right with <clears throat> Joe Flacco. Um,
0: Hey, I should, I should have Jay brought my uh, Joe Flacco bobblehead over here
1: from, uh, from my wife's Le- a Ravens fan. Le- but, uh...
2: Leads the league in <laughs> passing attempts, Joe Flacco. I, I mean, Any,
0: anybody in the Baltimore <laughs> area that's heard these questions or these ads knows what I just did. And what? what said, sorry, what did you say? I said, hey, it's Jay Flaccolicious for oh Pizza Hut. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: The worst, the worst commercials ever. Like this is why they quickly pivoted. Absolute worst. On everybody air ad- reads like of every all advertising company in in the Baltimore area quickly switched to um, the the kicker. Um, um, why am I blanking on freaking the kicker's name? He's like the best kicker in the league. Um, Tucker? Tucker, yes, because he's got so much more personality. <laughs> he's he's got so much me more give personality. His little leash here. Anyway, uh, anyway, so, so the Jets receiving core,
2: (laughs) we don't focus on kickers.
1: Yes. I I just forget about them half the (laughs) time. Anyway. So, so the receiving core, like clearly Garrett Davis had that monster week last week. And so, you know, Garrett Wilson, I mean, um, he is clearly a talent. Um, the thing here though, right. Is, is. I look at the snap count data, and Elijah Moore leads it by quite a bit, even last week. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's he leads it by twenty five percent snap count every Like he leads it there. by everything. He's just not getting the targets. It's a, yeah. it's a wonder. Like when, like I don't know if defenses are like shifting all their focus There's- on Elijah Moore for some reason and leaving Garrett Wilson open, or if Elijah Moore isn't good. You know, if and we all got fooled last year. And Garrett Wilson is—we yeah. all know Garrett Wilson is super talented. We knew that, right? He was the first receiver taken in the draft for a reason. Yeah. Um, but you know, you you look at the data, and Moore's running more plays, more routes than all three, even Corey Davis. So, like, do we just see Garrett Davis is sort of taking over, or do we see Elijah Moore maybe getting? More opportunity to
2: clarify that you said Garrett Davis,
1: (laughs) Garrett Wilson. Sorry, I'm reading everything all at the same time. Um, Garrett Wilson is taking off, or do we see Elijah Moore, or do we see Elijah Moore like starting to catch up as far as fantasy production?
0: I, yeah, um, the the big thing here again is that we're looking at Joe Flacco as their starter. Maybe he just doesn't have this chemistry with Moore yet uh, that you know Zach Wilson had towards the end of last year. So I wouldn't put too much stock into it yet. Uh, I I'd, I'd look at it a little harder once Zach Wilson gets on the field and uh, starts starts throwing the ball to these guys.
1: So you bring up a good point about Zach Wilson. He's going to be they're, – they're saying he's going to return in week four. I mean, you know, we, we saw him sort of struggle – well, not sort of. We saw him struggle really bad at the early part of last season. Came yeah. back off that injury for multiple weeks and was like kind of hit or miss, right? Elijah Moore was – was still fantasy relevant right but he was kind of the only guy because it's kind of all they had but now with Corey Davis healthy again and Garrett Wilson obviously there Carter's healthy Brees Hall do you see Zach Wilson being able to keep all of these guys fantasy relevant or at least like at least one of the running backs and two of the receivers, at least like, I think most people care about more and Wilson as far as the receivers. So do you see him to be able to do that? or Are we worried that it, he can't do what Joe Flacco is doing? At least <laughs>
0: please don't, don't talk like that. Ever <laughs> again. Um, no, I am. I'm not at all worried that he cannot do what Joe Flacco can do. um. Yes, yes. Um,
1: sorry, I'm, getting, I'm getting yelled at by my computer battery. Okay, well, I, I'll i be honest, I sort of am. I think Joe Flacco isn't an elite quarterback by any means, but I think in that kind of offense where he's getting all the volume, I think there is something to Joe Flacco being able to just sling the ball downfield and and, and make it work for these guys. He's not going to be a good fantasy quarterback, but I think his no. – his, um, his receivers can be very, very good. Yeah, you're uh, you're struggling there. Your your computer is definitely having issues. in. okay. All right. So we're gonna finish off to here with with this targets and stuff data here, and we're gonna I we're gonna hit two teams. Two. We're gonna hit two teams at the same time. So Kansas City and Green Bay both kind of in very similar situations, right? They both lost their they both lost their stud receiver their go-to guy uh, in Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. And they kind of just accumulated guys, right? Uh, Now, Kansas City has been better this year as far as passing and points scored than Green Bay. So they're making it work, right? But for fantasy, we're still kind of underwhelmed as far as the receivers. um. For for Green Bay, you know, they didn't have Lazard week one. I think he played limited snap counts in week two. But, like, so with, with either one of these teams, and you can take one, I'm able to take the other one real quick. Are you okay. seeing one or two receivers sort of, like, rising over the rest that we can trust? Because right now there's really not any receivers on these teams that we have been able to trust out of. Through,
0: through two weeks, no. Um, I mean, it's it's name players that we've seen, but they're just not doing it. Um, you said you're taking Green Bay, so I'll take Kansas.
1: I said you can take whoever you want. Is
0: that? Oh, all right. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Kansas City then. Um, all right. So you've got Michael Hardman is the only guy that's there. Um, that's been there, and he's the lowest snap share last week. Uh, you know, not including Skymore because he's a rookie and hasn't really gotten anything. Um, but he's lowest on the season. He's got uh, what four targets last week, compared to seven for MVS, and, and only three for Juju. But that's worrisome too. Um, I, they're just not seeing anything. Uh, you know, the ball is just going everywhere, but to these receivers in general. I feel like, and and Mahomes has been having phenomenal games. So
1: yeah, he's just spread the ball around, and it's working. Yeah, it, he's yeah. he's dumping it all through his receivers a lot too. Um, Edwards is, is has been pretty good mm-hmm. there. Uh, McKinnon. Yeah really good. And then when they get it close, they can run it in or whatever. So yeah, it, it he, this is one of the teams i talked about in the article. It's just kind of whatever. And, and on the flip side, like green Bay was similar, similar situation. As I said, uh, you know, I, I still think Lazard will rise to the top. I, you know, I think he's, he's the, he's the trustworthy receiver, you know, coming, but he came off the, the injury that held him out a lot of the preseason and through week one. So, uh, I I would hoped for more in week two, but we didn't get it. He still scored, so you got that at least. But the targets weren't there, the snap count wasn't there. But I I think he's going to take over. But if you look at the rest of these guys, it's the same situation as Kansas City. It's just totally spread out. Just the production isn't as as good with the Kansas City guys for whatever reason. Um, you know, maybe the, I think maybe Green Bay just has. A few too many rookies that they're starting, as opposed to Kansas City. At least they've got like a couple of years under that belt. at Kansas City, which I guess helps. So, yeah. all right, man. So that's it for that. And again, guys, check out that that article I put out on Fantasy Six Pack uh, this morning, Thursday morning, uh, going over a little bit more of this. And, and there's some data charts for you to uh, look at some of the the more interesting teams that that i thought of at least so um but let's move into our rankings discussion and aj how about it man oh yeah let's do this time for the grill
0: uh if my computer would go to the page (laughs) (laughs) come on you so it's it's The first question
1: is Kirk Cousins, if you can just remember. Yes,
0: I can. I can. Um, I mean, I should be able to. I just wrote these not too long ago. Do you remember how many question marks
2: you put (laughs) after the end of the question?
0: (laughs) Ooh. um, Can I go with four? Damn. I I still don't have it up.
2: Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: All right. (laughs) Ooh. pretty phenomenal. Hey, remember when we thought there was going to be more points in this game? It's still 14-13. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. this game is going somewhere quick Damn, we no, all got excited
0: my... yeah so mm-hmm. all right i think it's my mouse is it actually the issue yep user yeah, error hey, well, let's figure it out okay so kirk cousins you have him with you know he obviously has a much more favorable matchup this week with detroit uh than than what he was up against on monday night in the eagles uh but i don't disagree with you know giving them some more love there uh because of the matchup but i mean this is a a, a woulda coulda should have been five interception game monday against the eagles i mean the eagles looked
1: ridiculously
0: phenomenal Dude,
1: they look awesome
0: um, I mean, people talking super bowl which, the eagles
1: by the way now which is up. I'm like, yeah, go. I, let's let's our roll. roll. Super Bowl.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it Just I, don't get me started on that. Um, but anyway,
1: you've got like, cousins you're one of them. all the way up at QB. Yeah,
2: seven? yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not the highest. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to. I'm just going to come out and say that. By the way, um, I'm not the highest out there. Uh, Look, the the Lions are awful for one. And let's put it this way. Can I just cut it short here? Kirk Cousins isn't playing on primetime. We're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. They We're did good. mention that. When Kirk Cousins plays on Monday. Today. No, thank on, you. Uh, on WIP. Um, morning show. I don't know what it they is about up Monday
1: up, night. I know he's had like um, one yeah. good game and people are like, oh, it's not all the time. Get the. Out of no, here like dude, this he dude was, is a total disaster i think he's on like television no idea
0: why way too many losses to count i don't think yeah. he, and he like just got his first win maybe like three years ago
1: yeah it was, was just it was over for really bad so it Look, it, it's it's matchup. He's still got Justin Jefferson. He's still got Dalvin Cook throwing the ball he, throwing the ball to Adam Thielen. Irv Smith is really picking things up. It's yeah. a phenomenal Irv, Irv situation looked, for him. Really good on Monday, actually. I I've, look,
0: we've, I've, I've always we've been it, I said about it every year. year.
1: I said in the preseason, this dude can stay healthy. He's a top is 12 tight end. Is this the Irv Smith year? It could be. Next year.
0: Is this the Irv Smith
1: year? next year son of a bitch when is this guy gonna pan out keep buying in because he's oh, super hey. cheap i think he's here <laughs> yeah so it, we're seeing the talent I, show at this point you just gotta hope he stays healthy but really it just comes down to matchup. and you know he's got all the all yeah, the I, weapons i mean people were buying into him as is a you know a top 13 14 quarterback you know in in draft season these are the matchups that you go, okay, he's going to be inside the top 10. This was this is what makes him QB11 the last two seasons overall. This is why you put him in these matchups. So, don't mind me. So, just, I
2: Bama. I found the official stat for Kirk Cousins for primetime. Uh thank you prideofdetroit.com. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins has a record of ten and eighteen in totality of primetime games.
1: So, so I'm just talking Monday night. Monday night. Yes, I have part. that
2: here. I I have that here for okay. you as well. I was just giving. I want to give you everything. Come on. Now, Monday night, he has a record of two and ten. <laughs> Good
1: God! I knew it was bad, Did but you? wow! I'm actually surprised he got two wins. To be honest,
2: I don't I I it was remember one. the second one.
1: Yeah, it's bad. He's he's just he's horrific on Monday night, and I don't know why. So anyway, next question. Right.
0: Next, next question.
1: <laughs> so meanwhile,
0: uh, down in uh, Miami, first while. we got <laughs> yes, we've got Mister Tua Tagovailoa. I think I said it right that time. I mean, he nearly broke the interwebs with this supernatural outerworldly week two performance of a game yet you've got him ranked all the way down as QB 16 for week three. All right. Yeah, I, I get it. He's facing arguably the best team in the NFL, you know, so far the season behind probably the Eagles. Uh, but Miami's also two and O against arguably better teams. Uh, And they're finally playing at home. The Rams looked like absolute dog dookie on Thursday night football against the Bills. The Bills destroyed them in their home stadium and then just laughed about it. Then last week against Tennessee, Tennessee looked like they had maybe like three more ones in their number one seed from
1: last year playoff team. Yeah. Ten- Tennessee was, Tennessee was bad. And
2: it was a I, I think uh, Mark Strasberg said it perfectly. They look like South Harmon Institute of technology out there.
1: Y'all don't know the reference, man. Go watch Accepted, the movie from the early 2000s. It's a pretty phenomenal movie, by the way. It's you got you got to be ready for like stupid funny comedy, but it but it's good. Um, I, all right, so so first off, can I just say that I somehow lost a fantasy matchup, and I actually had Tua as my second superflex quarterback.
2: I don't want to hear it, Joe. I played Dylan this week, who had Lamar Jackson and Tua. <laughs> A hundred and twelve. Actually thirteen total points. Oof. I mean, yeah, fifty-four point eight from Lamar, fifty-eight point five five from Tua.
1: Holy crap, those are some crazy. Yeah. I mean well, Tua was like a normal like forty point score, but uh yeah, so I somehow lost that. But it was also because I scored like a hundred and fifty six points and the dude I played had a hundred like seventy six. Like the Ouch. hell do you do about that? Like, that's just nuts. Anyway. You move on. Uh, yeah, it's just sort of like I think we'll be fine if I can keep doing that. What the hell did oh, ah, nice pull out the lighter bottle opener? I like it. That's old school, I haven't done that in a while. The, what is that? The
0: Ippo, the Ippo is a very nice animal. <laughs> I
1: don't know what the hell you're doing right now, anyway. So, so my take with Tua, right, is that drinking a beer. Um, like, I mean, I think we all like Tua and we're all excited about what we saw in, in, in week two from him, but you got to remember, like. He did it all basically in the fourth quarter. So it was like one quarter of play. Baltimore was down a bunch of secondary players. Yeah, at that so point.
0: imagine him doing that in four quarters,
1: bro. I mean. Yeah, pfft. exactly. That's what people chasing points do. Um, I mean, the thing going for him in this game is that, like, they might be down a bunch. And so you think opportunity. But sometimes that doesn't always work, right? Like when the defense can just. Go after you, and Buffalo Ken Tua is not yeah. going to be able to just you know do his thing. Now, I mean, Tua made some phenomenal throws last last week, and a lot of people want to say like, "Oh, those balls to like Tyreek, they were underthrown," but he also threw some just daggers right down the middle of the field, like in into close coverage, tight coverage, where it was really good so you know if you can start doing that more then i'll bump him up but this is a this is a tough matchup division opponent it's just it's still just hard to put him much higher than this you know i i could potentially bump him up a couple spots but you know it's you know i could put him against uh, up in front of like wentz and tom brady sure because tom brady hasn't been awesome because his receivers have been hurt but that's really about it. So,
0: okay. I mean,
1: fair. I'm not buying into 40 points again. <laughs> you I, know, if you, if, yeah. If he scores I'm not, me. I'm not, he scores 18. I think we'll be okay. That, that's I'm not
0: buying what he did this past week. Just just to clarify, <laughs> right? Um, it was a great performance, especially for fantasy. But you don't get that type of performance consistently um especially out of out of a tour so i i don't i don't necessarily disagree with him being out of your your qb1 f- by any means but i i would put him a little higher too maybe maybe only a couple spots but
1: yeah i, th- I yeah. think i think I think that's where the the slight overreaction comes from From that is like, you know, had he scored just 25 points last week, would we be going, oh, 16 is too low. But yeah, he had I mean, just like this amazing fourth quarter, which we've that's almost never seen bias. before. Well, and everybody's well. going, oh, my God, he's got to be way much. He's got to be way higher. Then you look, it's Buffalo, but he's still got to be higher. No, no, no. Yeah. Still Buffalo. Maybe. Buffalo's going to shut you down.
0: Sorry. You, you mean to tell me that. Irv Smith and Tua came out at the same time on the
1: same week. All right, let's move over here to the the running backs.
0: All right, so sticking with my birds here, got Mr. Miles Sanders. Uh, He's quietly had two very solid rushing performances, yet you've still only got him at running back 17 this week against – you know, fairly middle of the road Washington rush defense. Um, we already talked about them facing the Jags. Uh, gave up some some decent yardage to to Robinson on that, um, and then last week we saw what happened with them again. Not not terrible, but not like amazing. So what else in? you know does sanders really need to do to prove to you that he's
1: a pretty legit threat uh, honestly i think rb17 is a legit threat i mean you're, you're talking an rb2 right so m- yeah. most people you know aren't gonna have at this point two guys much higher than that so he's in most likely a lot of people starting signing starting, starting lineups um I still think you want to see better usage out of him. Um, you know, they use Gainwell a lot in the red zone, which is yeah, not great to see. So that's that's something that you want to see. Um, you do like the fact that they're using Sanders, like he's he's out touching everybody in this uh, in this backfield by more than double, which is not something we've seen in the past. So um until they bring in jordan howard i think we might be good finally <laughs> so um so there's at least a silver lining don't you dare don't you dare put that into existence i just wanted to see AJ's reaction. if you somehow make
0: jordan <laughs> howard a thing this year there will be hell to pay
1: i just wanted to see aj's reaction to that because he knows it's true um So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing there. He's just like the snap counts are, you know, he's almost double everybody else on the team. So, I mean, like, I just think there's still that slight doubt in everybody's head, right, that, I mean, at the flick of a wrist or snap of the finger, whatever it is, right, it's just, they could be like, oh, today we want to use Boston Scott more, or today we want to use Kenneth Gainwell more. Like, and it's been Gainwell more than Scott so far, but, I mean, We've seen in some pretty high leverage situations, you know, to pull a baseball ref- reference out, Gainwell's been the guy, which is yeah. weird.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you know. I mean, and Gainwell Gainwell's good. I think that you know maybe there is thought that that he is the future. Um, they've obviously didn't extend uh, Sanders past this year <clears throat> yet, so maybe they will maybe they won't uh, we'll see um yeah. but, i mean he was even down on himself coming into the season so <laughs> he I, said yeah I, don't I draft don't,
1: me which is a Yeah exactly like, like
0: i don't i mean, maybe he's just punking all of us i i don't know yeah. um again i don't i don't necessarily disagree with the the ranking um i just i feel like
1: i mean look, he's, so, okay, so, he's so let's look at that he still I have needs ahead to
0: show him, right? show a little bit okay so more consistency right so look at the guys that got to have them right it. I mean
1: obviously let's just go obviously yeah, you got the, the first top, the top first dogs right so the, six, don't worry seven, about them seven eight so Kamara, nine, right yeah. Kamara might not play so that's a downer i no. had harris who scored but i feel like he hasn't had a great game but he's at least scored so that's just gonna help um gibson who's been really good demont getting tons of volume and you yeah, had Aaron volume, Jones, Swift, like you got all these, you got all the top dogs. So like moving yeah. into that kind of territory, that's pretty good company. Like, I feel yeah. like that's pretty generous and I'm the highest out of all the fantasy six pack guys, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, I
0: saw that. So, <laughs> I mean, again, I don't necessarily disagree with you. That you're
1: totally ones. wrong, but
0: I don't know. Just
1: I mean, I'm buying in a little bit more than everybody else. It feels like.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of buying in or buying out, I guess really would be this one and uh penny for your thoughts, my lad. Rashad, yeah. nearly nearly out of flex consideration for you this week against the pathetic Falcons. I mean, I, I see a lot of other maybe lesser performing guys ranked ahead of him here. I'm talking acres, I'm talking Carter, uh, you got Jeff Wilson Jr. I mean, is it a volume thing? Is it just Penny is who we thought he is?
1: I mean, out of flex, it's, though? It's everything, man. Uh, so first off, his offense. I mean, yeah, it, it looked <clears throat> it looked really good, and, and they were week really runners. motivated in week one against yeah. Denver. Um, they were at home, so that obviously helps. Yeah. Um, But there was no Kenneth Walker week one. Right. So, so that, that makes a big difference. Right. Come week two, Kenneth Walker comes back and you see Penny's snap count go from in week one, it was 69%. Nice. To, 40 percent and yeah to where kenneth walker wasn't the one that like really closed the gap right travis yeah. homer 44 percent like excuse me travis homer. but still kenneth why, but walker saw 20 almost 25 percent of the snap percentage you look at the touches right rushing walker four homer two penny six nobody did much of anything with any of those so like whatever penny didn't see any targets so you're just looking at this as a holistic thing and going it's just bad like this is just bad all around now they're splitting it up the offense sucks which we all kind of expected like i think we were all super shocked at how good they looked in week one um yes i mean could penny like pop it off i think he's got i think he's got the talent it's just it's just one of those situations where right now it's just a lot of unknowns and with now what we've seen and i know it's just one week but with all three i guess of these running backs penny walker homer um just the split workload really makes you not be able to rank anybody higher than a flex at this point. And Penny, I think is still the best, um, but you can't, you can't really trust these guys more than a flex at this point.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Like um, We can jump into receiver here. Uh I'll start with the first one. And, Mike, I'll let you you chime in for this next one and then finish out with the uh, the tight ends here. Um, so my question for receiver then is Christian Kirk. I mean, again, similar to like a Miles Sanders, he's been very good this season. And proof of that is your wide receiver 15 rank this week. Oh. Um, but I'm also seeing plenty of what I would call – air quotes proven consistency providers that you have behind him this week i'm talking you know brandon cooks only a few spots you got cd lamb you got dg dj Moore. um you know bateman's been pretty solid so far what's what's the
1: uh so I need to correct you on one thing, and, and this isn't your fault. I actually tweaked the rankings probably um, like 15 yeah. minutes before the show. Uh, I Locker. dropped I dropped Kirk to 17 and Cooks and Cooks us up to 15. Not your fault, but still the rest of the question is totally relevant. I just want to – because I don't want people to look at my rankings and go, what the hell is you he talking about? I, I need to like make yeah, sure yeah. that it's like still relevant. <laughs> anyway, but the rest of the question is totally relevant. Um my problem is not so much that Kirk is like a better receiver than them it's just a better situation for him right now okay. um he's getting force fed the ball i mean it, it's yeah. crazy right i mean the I, amount of the amount of uh targets he's seeing i mean he's had 18 so far he's catching Last week, he literally caught everything in two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, this Jacksonville offense is, as we sort of thought was going to happen, is really just Dougie feeding Pete. him the ball because they paid him like they should. He's seeing 90% snap counts both weeks. I mean, it's just incredible. So was Marvin
0: um, Jones Jr., though.
1: So, I mean, so he is up there with... Oh, <laughs> No, not not quite. No, he's.
0: I mean, he's seen ninety the same and eighty-one. Oh, no, I mean, sorry, so sorry. they're I'm
1: running a lot of. At, they're running I'm a lot of last three. Week, they were. They were the same. Yeah, they're yeah, running. They're running, they're running a lot of receiver routes, and and yeah. you know, I get it. Um, you know, he's he's now moved into that like he can be a proven consistent provider of fantasy value as a Brandon cooks. Brandon cooks isn't in, doesn't have a a world breaker quarterback, you know, or world beater quarterback, or even a good team, but what's his thing volume and opportunity. Right. And so that's why we like him CD right now is dealing with Cooper rush. Fine. I guess DJ Moore, He's cool. His, his arrow is pointing down, and this, this isn't yeah. Moore's fault at this point. Like it's I know people really wanted to believe Baker was an upgrade. It wasn't, and I kind of knew that, I, but nobody felt like believing me for some reason. Uh, so <laughs> D.J. Moore, yeah, yeah it, it is what it is with D.J. Moore. I really wish D.J. Moore could get out of Carolina or get an actual quarterback, because I feel like D.J. Moore would just be phenomenal. Um, But... It is what it is with him. I mean, if
0: the Eagles still had Jajal, I think that would have been a straight-up trade. Dude, by the way, I
1: laughed my ass off (laughs) on Monday night when every single time they punted the ball to Jalen Rager. The entire stadium. Everyone. It was so funny. I felt bad for the guy, but it's like, too, holy... and then he like, like I he actually like... did for maybe like thirty seconds. And, and he I was like, you know, he what? caught feel... one and like ended up going backwards two yards, and they cheered. And I'm like, holy crap! Like, oh my god, I feel so bad <laughs> uh, for this kid. So good. That's so good. He did catch oh, yeah. like a twelve yard pass that's... though, which was that's fine.
2: That's that's Philly fans for you.
1: That is it is Those snowballs a Santa. Oh, God. Do we have to go through this again? <laughs> Every year, I'm going to bring this up at least once. Fucking year. I'm going to throw a
0: snowball at you. Um, Fine. But first, your hour and a half I'm down going to cheer to I mean. Halloween. Anyway. It is still a holiday, people. Next. All right, Mike. Your turn. Next here.
2: No, no. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know. Obviously, we've we've seen this bear. We've seen this Bears offense been struggling for two weeks now. How can you justify ranking Darnell Mooney even at bears, wide receiver bears, thirty-nine, bears, bears, with him only having a total of four receiving yards through two games?
1: <laughs> Next question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh- <laughs> For those of you who are listening, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders and went, I'm pretty know. sure um, I had
0: more positive yardage last week. Um, never mind. I'm
1: you, you did because he had negative four. Everybody sitting on their couch had more yardage last week than Darnell Mooney because you had a- zero. Exactly. That is incredible. Uh, but at least you have yeah, in the NFL. I don't, I don't know. know. This is just a bad. I, I think I think we're all just kind of hoping that this is just a weird start to the season for the Bears, right? So the first game, you know, monsoon type rain, and then it was like a slip and slide, like nobody could do anything. So you kind of you kind of like just push that one out the window. And actually, they kind of finished strong. Uh, equinamia St. Brown actually, you know, did did well in that game. Um, Mooney didn't for whatever reason. And I, and I know he's going to get a lot of the the attention by the secondary because he is by far their best receiver. So, you know, he's got to have to deal with that now. Last week was just like Justin Fields threw the ball how many times and they were losing the entire game? 11? No. That doesn't make any sense. That's not right. I'm reading that wrong. That was 31, right? No. It was 11. <laughs> And Mooney had four targets, caught one. I think it was four. I might be making that up, but um, I, I, it was not good. Uh, I, ha- I mean, I have the stats in front of me. I should have just looked it up before I actually said that. Um, he had two targets, actually, oh, and, caught, and caught one. He has five total targets on the season. I mean, it's just, this is just crazy. So I, I think at this point with, with Mooney, right, you just have to hope that. Talent's going to win out to the point where he can at least be flex, you know, worthy. Um, and if he bonds again, I mean, yeah, he's going to, he's going to fall like a rock. I'll be honest. I, I've got him in a few leagues and thankfully I drafted relatively well in the back half of my draft and he's not in my starting lineup. So I've got a bunch of guys that, you know, have, overtaken him, but I know not everybody's in that scenario and he's still going to be flex, flex worthy, at least at this point. I don't feel good about it though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all, yeah, the, the, the guy I really don't feel good about, by the way, in that offense, Cole Komet, dude, how, how much did we all love Cole Komet? Holy crap. Uh, I mean, I've got a tight end, <laughs> tight end 24 this week like what in the hell is happening i think he's got like two targets on the entire season and zero yards
0: jeff swaim that's a name you need to know for tight end right if you're you're in the the cole Komet camp
1: tyler Conklin, somebody somebody dude i love Conklin. Conklin, was, go get Logan Thomas if he's somehow still out there. Like Conklin was part of
0: the reason that Irv Smith couldn't flourish because he
1: just was better. I mean, Culkinet <laughs> is still seeing a wasn't but crazy amount of snaps. He's just not running routes right now, so I don't know what to think about it. They got fields. They're like, son of a bitch. How much are we gonna have to pay to get the beard out of retirement? I don't know.
2: Evan Ingram hey, no. has more routes run.
1: That's that's what I, I mean that's all I've got with that. This one right year's now, revenge of I don't feel good about it. I feel much better about that we've hated
0: for years. They're yeah, now I feel
1: falling out. I feel much better about Mooney being able to return return value sooner than Komet at this point. Because at least he runs routes. Komet's no. <laughs> <laughs> not. Still so still a
2: great segue to the tight ends.
1: It's like I know what's coming next. <laughs> All
2: right. So,
0: speaking of tight ends, <laughs> Mike, take it away.
2: <laughs> All right. So, I mean, this one I was going to write down too, AJ, with you. So, I'm glad you wrote it down. I mean, Kyle. Yeah, did you hits... see my
0: comment? I was like, what the fuck is he doing in this cell? Get out of the cell, <laughs> Get out of the cell
1: damn it.
2: Kyle Pitts, then, yeah.
1: then he wrote that on a, Don't delete my question, bro. <laughs> yeah, I specifically. Like, y'all fighting in, in it. the Google sheet for our show agenda. <laughs> Tell us what going goes. on here.
2: It's, uh, I have no part of, this,
1: part of this show. Like, I just get asked questions and figure it out later. Yeah,
2: I mean, do I really need to say much more? about Kyle Pitts. I mean, you have him ranked. Just at mention tight his end name, five. and we'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> you have Kyle him ranked at tight end five. Where are you mustering up this confidence to put him that high?
1: how dare you because tight end the tight end position still sucks (laughs) can i just say that i mean that's that's really what it comes down to the tight end position still valid a lot of these guys are still super touch on dependent um yes could i easily put kyle pitts down at like 13 or 14 behind everett and thomas and irv smith who are Outperforming him at this point by a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, sure. But would we at all be surprised if next week, or, you know, in a few days, I guess I should say, we are all here talking how Kyle Piss has had the game of his life? Would we be surprised? I wouldn't be. The guy still runs an enormous amount of snaps. He, Saw seven targets, seven targets
0: in week one. Yeah. In
1: week one. Yeah, last week was not good. Um, And he's going to have struggles with Mariota at quarterback. We all yeah. knew that was coming. But the talent is there. I mean, and that's, that's really what is still driving that ranking at this point. The talent is there. They're still passing the ball a lot. So, you know, it's not like, It's not like the Bears, right, where it was like, oh, they're just not passing the ball at all anymore. (laughs) They're still passing the ball a ton. It's still Atlanta. We got ourselves a running quarterback. We're going to try to do with that. Targets are still going to go his way, in my opinion. So uh, the upside might not be there again this season that we were all hoping for. But talent wise, he's still a top five, top six tight end most weeks. You know, if we start seeing the trend going where he's only going to get four or five targets a game and he's only going to catch two of them, then all right, we'll adjust. But right now it's, I'm not quite there yet.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's talk some injuries here. Um, Quarterbacks. We'll just start with quarterbacks. Uh, Obviously. Uh, Justin Herbert is questionable right now with ribs. Uh, he was limited practice. I mean the, the question here uh, is are you are you already rostering a second quarterback with
1: his injury news? So yeah we, we quickly quickly talked about this before the show and it was a great question that Mike brought up. Um, quick 20 second answer is unless you're in a deep league, I would wait until Sunday to find out what the news is on Herbert. Um, at this point in the week, I doubt anybody is going out there and picking up and rostering a second or third quarterback if they already have a second. So whoever is on the waiver wire right now will likely be there Sunday for you. So you're going to have your pickings. Now, you're not dropping Herbert. You're dropping whoever chump is on the back, back end of your bench for him for a second quarterback, but that's what I would do.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I wanted to stop on that one. Uh, a to steal no, no. Question, Mike and be fantastic question. That's what we want to do. Um, so one of the guys who you'd potentially be looking at on that waiver wire would be the next guy here. And that's James Winston. I mean, should he's be questionable. Goff people don't respect him still, but he should he, be picked. Well, up. Oh yeah, he, he should be. Um, but Winston also a, a decent option. Um, if he plays, uh, but he's questionable with the back. Uh, he was limited practice, and Mr. Trey Lance, the darling of fantasy football, twenty twenty two season. Two of my teams, L <laughs> on the IR. Um, totally unfortunate. Uh, but you know, at the same time, is is this something San Fran saw coming? Yeah, obviously not an injury, but it would have been more in my mind. Let's keep Jimmy G around because we don't know if this will pan out as the running quarterback.
1: Thing they didn't try to keep Jimmy to G. They told him he could get traded. He just didn't find No, anybody. I know. I know. <laughs> kind of worked. It no was like really lucky for them that they, that they were able to yeah. resign him for a reduced salary.
0: Exactly. So now he gets to play again. That's pretty good. And uh, we'll see. All right. So running backs, we got James Conner uh, is questionable with an ankle issue. He did not practice.
1: Damien Williams, or Darrell. I forget which one is on Darrell Williams. Daryl Williams. Go get him. Yeah, He's the one you he gets,
0: want. He gets a, a bump up for sure. Um, you know, we saw what he did. You know, did Benjamin is also in
1: the mix, but I think Daryl Williams is the guy you want. You know, if James Conner misses time.
0: Yeah, I think if it's long term, I actually like Benjamin to, you know, outplay Williams down the line, but starting off here in week three,
1: you gotta go Williams. I think no so I, I think you Eno's got his role, right? But I think Williams yeah. is the guy that like, we saw it last week, right? When Connor went out, Williams was the one that stepped in and took that role. Benjamin had a role in week one, Williams Williams didn't. Yeah. Connor, once he got hurt. Williams stepped in and really, really took over the rest of that that game. So I think Williams is the one you want. All right. And the Browns just scored. Nick Chubb. Yes. There you go. Take that. And I picked the Browns to win this game. So there you go. Uh, yeah, actually,
0: I did as well. All right. Um, we got D. Swift was questionable with an ankle as well. Interesting. Uh, he did not practice. Um, we've got. CMC questionable with an ankle as well, but he was at there least a like limited stiffness
1: practice in his leg or something. But who knows what that yeah, means? Like, like I mean, guys, I haven't played in two years. I've what the hell is this? Gashins um, wins. Who knows?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Josh Jacobs is questionable an asshole, sorry. with illness. <laughs> Kamara is questionable with ribs, limited practice. Uh, Fournette questionable hamstring, limited practice. I, I mean. Okay, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on on those two? I mean, we'll leave
1: it in this, Ooh, this Kamara and Fournette. Yeah, this AFC uh, or, Kamara. Like, MFC I mean, style. obviously, if if he plays, he, he's in for me. Um, he and, and and I'm ranking him as he's gonna play. Like, he he's in the yeah. he's in my top fifteen, I believe. Um, Fournette, he's still up there for me right now. Um, obviously, if Kamara doesn't play, Ingram becomes a uh. Not a easy plug-in play, but, like, if, you know, depending on who else you have, but he is an easy target to, to put in there. For Frenette, like, if he doesn't play, like, I don't know who I trust in, in that Tampa backfield. Like, uh, Rashad White, uh I, nah, um, like, I, I don't. I don't think, think I really care about I, I don't think I don't think Brady trusts anybody there. So I think it's just gonna be a up. heavy I almost just maybe geo, every, but I, not not running the ball though. I think he's I just, just an entire the I think it's going to be a fifty passing attempt game for Tom Brady. <laughs> he's just not yeah. gonna hand the ball off. He's gonna be like check, 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 and just pass. <laughs> like yeah, he doesn't care. That's I
0: mean, that's what he's gonna do so all right jumping into wide receivers here we've got uh we've got more in arizona is questionable with a hamstring he did not practice we got Gallup. um he was questionable with his knee and acl uh not sure if i saw the news if he practiced or not he's been
1: he's been practicing and there's optimism that he'll play okay yeah, so, what, uh, I, I actually, I was somehow able to make a pickup <laughs> with
0: him still on my IR spot on ESPN, which I thought they blocked that, but
1: eh, yeah, who knows anymore. Uh, really uh yeah. So my, my, my real quick, thing, cause honestly, there's not a lot of like groundbreaking news here to where we're like, oh, we don't know no. what to do with these injuries, but. The Gallup one is the news, right? So, Noah Brown has been phenomenal these first two weeks, even with Cooper Rush as as the quarterback for the first game and a half, right? Um, With Gallup returning, Noah Brown takes a step back, but I don't know if it's going to happen in week three. Gallup's going to have a reduced snap count for sure. Um, I kind of think both fall into that like mid 40 range for receivers, honestly, and to where they're both sort of like, they're, they're, Sort of just hope and prayers, you know, receivers. Um, I actually yeah. currently have Brown as 54 and and Gallup at 73, so even lower than that. Um, but that's sort of like taking into consideration. We're not totally sure about Gallup still. So yeah, um, you know, if Gallup plays, maybe I bump into like the mid forties and then I bump. Uh, Brown maybe down into the sixties. I, I don't. I don't love either one at this point because they both won't see the field enough and don't have a quality enough quarterback for me to care.
0: No, and, and it's it's a division game. Monday night football. I know it's the Giants, but, but hey, they're, they're playing game. great. I, hey, I hashtag not suck, at suck Keith Applegarth. Applegarth. That's a. That's a um, two zero Keith. Giants. Uh, so I yeah. said not
1: suck at Keith, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: hashtag not suck at Keith. I like better. Yeah, um, I, I don't <laughs> need to bring my name in with the Giants ever again.
1: <laughs> I'll see so, what the hell are you doing to yourself.
0: <laughs> All right, so moving through, we got uh Gabe Davis, okay, we still questionable a, with an ankle. Maybe,
2: maybe it's a suck at AJ then tweet. No, no, <laughs> no, no, we
1: don't do that. No,
0: Eagles are also 2-0 and, oh, and look, uh. Way better than the Giants. Just yeah. Uh We got Mr. Jerry Judy questionable with ribs. He was a DNP. We got Alan Lazard questionable with an ankle issue. Limited practice. Um, Pittman, who was out last week, um, is still questionable with quads. I mean, he's. we don't know if he's practicing yet. I mean, are you worried about Pittman at all? <laughs>
1: I am. I, I I wish we could get some info on it. Uh, I don't know why we don't. Um, so I'm I'm gonna look that up actually now because it's curious here if we have any. Yeah, no, like, there's just there's just literally nothing. Like that's weird. Why do they play late or something? And they don't have to. Do they play like uh, I know they don't play Monday. Indy is playing
0: Kansas City. No, they're a one o'clock game. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Usually
1: you have to have information out by this point. So it's kind of weird that we don't have any limited practice Thursday. There we go. Um, I'm just seeing it now. So that's good news. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, he's trending
0: upwards, but still keep an eye on him. Yeah. Uh, Hardman who we were talking about earlier is questionable. Same game um, with a heel. He was a limited practice. So trending towards playing potentially. We got Hunter Renfro is questionable with concussion. He did not practice. Keenan Allen, who we also mentioned briefly earlier, still got a hamstring. Um, He was a limited practice, but I mean, Allen, they're not going to make him
1: a decoy, are they? I didn't think so. You know, at this point, the Chargers are still good enough to where I think they, you know, can. Get over another game, especially against Jacksonville without him. Um, I know they lost against Kansas City without him, but um, you know maybe hold him out for one extra week. But look, if he's healthy, I think he's going to play. Awesome I mean, I just don't see week. any reason why to put him out there and risk any extra injury if they yeah. don't think he's good. Um, so yeah, maybe, I, I, if he's I think, out there, I think you use him. I just don't, I don't, I don't think the Chargers are one of those teams where they use decoys.
0: No, I, I agree. I think you know he's he's on a team that's in a win now mode um, they're not going to risk the health of their best receiver
1: um, careful man you you might piss off some people about that one (laughs) their best receiver I'm kidding I agree with you still
0: the most consistent Well, we'll go there I guess still best anyway yeah exactly um we've got we got the rest of these i'm done all right my myers is questionable um in uh jacoby myers that is in new england with knee he did not practice that is very disappointing because he's been very good so far this year yeah it's been Kadarius tony there you go suck keith uh questionable with a hamstring and a so nobody knows he he didn't mad, practice Wednesday. That's all I know.
1: I couldn't find yes, anything else either.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Suck it. <clears throat> um, we got Russell Gage, Tampa Bay, questionable with hamstring, limited practice. Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay, questionable with a hamstring DNP. We got Julio down by the schoolyard Jones, Tampa Bay, questionable with a knee, DNP. Yes, it rhymes, and now it's Mike Evans' time. Tampa Bay, he is out because he punched a guy in the face. He didn't
1: just punch him, dude. He literally so, just yeah. drilled him. It would that was it, a wrestling uh, move, man. It was like, oh my God. All right. I mean,
0: I appreciate it, but yeah. So looking at uh all of those injuries in Tampa Bay and they somehow managed to sign uh Cole Beasley. So Cole yeah. Beasley. Cole Beasley, <laughs> DFS hero this week. Uh, yeah, no, the,
1: I picked him up in everything I could. I hate the guy, but I want to
0: win. One week wonders. Um, I speaking win. of Buffalo, tight end, Dawson Knox, questionable with a foot. Did yeah, He's not been
1: disappointing too. Uh,
0: yeah, definitely been disappointing. So if he doesn't play, I mean, that might be better for you. Uh, Dalton Schultz, unless you have Knox and Pitts. Uh, Tom Schultz questionable knee and PCL issue.
1: He might miss a few weeks. Is this, this gonna <sighs> be a bad injury this, for him? They just haven't not, really, yeah, this, this, this is like, a bad you, one, I think. Like, how do you not know at this point? Like, I seems weird.
0: I don't understand that. Um, I mean, unless they're just trying to play possum because they have an extra day, I don't know. Um, but this this I saw could
2: hurt a some teams. This injury was the same as Zeke's last. Yes,
1: year. to where he what was not Zeke?
2: He played, but he, he wasn't played, good. But he, he was, was not productive.
1: Throwaway. He never, yeah, he never he's missed enough. a game, right?
2: No, he didn't. Surprisingly, uh, he's one no, tough he son of a not. gun.
1: Yeah, anyway. So yeah, just be be weary of. Starting yeah. Dalton Schultz. Uh, I know tight end's not good, but look at uh, <laughs> look at some some
0: waiver options. You know, especially if your league clears and is is uh, free reign pickups, God, you may want to stash. <laughs> may want to stash some tight ends. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson questionable with a hip. He was a limited practice, so trending hopefully in the right direction. Taysom Hill is questionable with ribs, limited practice, and George. We had a George Kittle is questionable with a groin, limited practice out now. Brown cow,
1: by the way. Can I just say, Taysom help? Please don't play because, like, when you play, you're annoying, like, you're not fantasy useful. You just take away carries no. from Kamara and Ingram, just stay off the field.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it make our Vara lives a lot easier. Playing and Taysom is hello,
1: carries. Yeah, yes. that, would, that would that would that would take that would make our lives a lot easier as, at least at least as far as the rankings all right guys that is it for the show hope you guys appreciated it and um got some good information out of it uh be doing more of the same next week and um thank you nobody for commenting on the hokey game because uh agent we greatly gonna go it. watch it now so good night everyone and good luck this week subscribe to our our site, and our Discord channel. And see you all next week.
2: Peace.